Welcome to the weekly podcast at Second Ponce de Leon Baptist Church. My name is Doc Hollingsworth. I'm senior pastor of this great congregation, and we're delighted that you've joined us. Our prayer for you is that as you listen to this message, you might feel closer to God and closer to God's hope for you. This morning's scripture for the sermon is found in Acts chapter 4, verses 32 through 37. Now the whole group of those who believed were of one heart and soul. And no one claimed private ownership of any possessions, but everything they owned was held in common. With great power... The apostles gave their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many owned lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold. They laid it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to each as any had need. There was a Levite, a native of Cyprus, Joseph, to whom the apostles gave the name Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. He sold a field that belonged to him, then brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Well, if you haven't guessed by now, the month of October is stewardship month. For all of the weeks of October, we'll be focused on uh, giving, and there's a practical dimension to that that I need to go ahead and say that during this month, we will make a pledge toward next year's budget. So some of you today will take the pledge cards, might have already put it in the offering plate. Next week, there will be a big emphasis on the last Sunday of the month, and the practical part of that is that this determines how we are going to arrange the 2020 budget. There's an exercise. The Budget Committee has this amazing formula. I don't know how they do it compared to other years. But based on your pledge, they're able to faithfully anticipate what our budget next year will be. So it's not only important that we give generously, but also that we pledge so they can make responsible Uh, estimates. All right, so that part's done. Now let me mention that there is a spiritual focus that goes far beyond our practical budget formulations. Besides the kingdom of God, there is no topic in the preaching of Jesus that gets more airtime than money. One criticism of the modern church is, oh, all they ever do is talk about money. Well, that's not true here. In fact, the opposite criticism would be more fair. Compared to how often Jesus talks about treasure and riches, stewardship is probably not getting its rightful due. Jesus preaches first the kingdom of God, that is, God's rule in the heart of people. But the strongest seduction away from that being realized is the second biggest topic of Jesus' preaching, which is our pocketbook, which is why Jesus talks so much about money. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also, no kidding. 
So, each October, we stop our usually scheduled programming for this special announcement. For the Sundays of October, we focus on generosity as a central marker of Christian maturity. But this year, a little different. This year, the usual themes of duty and generosity and tithing and giving are kind of a backbeat to the sermons, but they're not up front. This year, our focus is on the impact of our giving. And we, we do give out of gratitude and obedience. It is an act of faithful worship. But isn't it inspiring to look at the things that actually happen and how we make a difference in the world? Have you all, have you all seen the new Georgia Lottery commercials? They're great. By the way, I'm not a fan of the Georgia Lottery. I've never played the lottery because I think it preys on the most vulnerable of us. I don't think Tyler Perry is standing over by the honey buns scratching stuff off to anyway. I also agree with the bumper sticker I saw that said, uh, the Georgia Lottery attacks on people who are bad at math. I think that's good. Anyway, I, all right, I, I got I to feel there for a minute. But anyway, I am a huge fan of their commercial campaign, though. You've seen the commercials where the parents arrive on campus engaging the lives of students whose tuition they have been paying through their participation in the lottery. And they act like those kids are their kids, but they aren't. They're tussling their hair, telling bad parent jokes, all of that, but it's not their kids. It's a clever campaign, though, because it highlights how their participation in the lottery has a positive impact on somebody else. So it's kind of in that vein that this month I'm going to be sharing impact stories around your giving. And as we said last week, our biblical guide for these stories is found in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But you will receive power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all of Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. As we said, that verse serves as kind of an outline to the book of Acts. The witness does spread from Jerusalem to the region, to the ends of the world in that, uh, as, as Acts progresses. But we're inverting the order because last week was World Communion Sunday and we had as our guest Dr. Paul Baxley of the Cooperative Baptist Fellowship who talked about the Baptist witness to the world and we are working our way in this way. As a part of that Baptist witness to the world, our giving is, is going to underserved areas of our country, to at-risk areas around the world. People are being taught the love of God in Christ all over because you are generous. And one of those CBF ministries is Touching Miami with Love. TML serves the poorest children in Miami, offering summer camps and other services. And for the last four years, we've sent teams of volunteers to lead a week of summer camp for these children. And it's not just the dedicated team who are willing to give up a week of vacation to go play ball on a hot blacktop, but it's also your contribution that makes a difference in the lives of those children. 
But today, today as we move on in, our focus is on how your giving, combined with the giving of others in this room, is protecting the witness in Atlanta. And our Acts reading for today, our focal passage for today, is the amazing story of unmatched generosity. The early Christians were so overwhelmed by the change that had happened when the Holy Spirit took up residence within them that nothing else had a place that was anything like that central in their lives. Money that had been a symbol of their own power and their security meant a whole lot less to them since they had located their power and security in their relationship to the risen Christ. And in this most radical example of giving, they pulled all of their money, gave all of it away to this common cause of bearing witness to the love of God. And then the disciples distributed that money around to anybody who had need. The scripture said, there was not a needy person among them. For as many as owned land or houses sold them, brought the proceeds of what was sold. That's, that's radical to be sure. But let's look at the impact of what happens when a community of believers are of one heart and nothing is more important to them than the witness of God's love. Verse 33, with great power, the apostles gave their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Their combined generosity led to a great power in their testimony, and great grace to them. And our generosity has the same potential. We may not sign over the house for this year's stewardship campaign, but we might pray about a deeper generosity than we've ever trusted before. For some who've never pledged, it might be some baby step toward a higher expression of gratitude that God's reality within us has changed us. And there might be some way to participate more fully in the shared witness of that love and to meeting physical needs of the most disadvantaged. So, let's celebrate how our work of one heart and soul is already making a difference around Atlanta. Are you ready? Did you know that, the, that we support the chaplain's office at the Shepherd Spinal Center? Part of the salary for them to have a chaplain to meet the, the spiritual needs of those patients at the Shepherd Center just a mile or so south of here comes because you are generous and some of you have gone to the Shepherd Center after church on a Sunday afternoon to sponsor a tailgate for watching the Falcons game with patients there. 
Your lunch this year would certainly be the highlight of that event. (laughs) We are doing things. There was a late delay on that for a couple of y'all. It's great. (laughs) We are doing things in Atlanta that make a difference. (coughs) Pardon me. With one heart and soul, your giving is making it possible for us to help two young church starts in this city. The Edgewood Church in Atlanta's Edgewood community is co-pastored by a young couple who have bought a home and committed to raising their young children in this profoundly underserved part of Atlanta. And many of the members of their congregation are homeless and resources there are scarce. So we have been helping with some of their budget needs. Collaboration Church is another one of our uh, missions that we're helping. It's in College Park. Some of you will remember that Jason Lumpkin was a member here. We ordained him to Christian ministry. After seminary, when he felt called to start a church in his part of the city in College Park, you all were of one heart and soul. You combined your generosity, and now we support that important work too. Some of this important work that I'm talking about is funded out of the offering plate. Some of it through endowments. Because some of you, your form of generosity and legacy has been estate gifts that would secure our witness for the long future. And this year we committed to another new witness in Atlanta. We launched the All Together service that is part of our proclamation of the good news to the larger city. Josh Scott has built relationships with so many of the college students in Atlanta. Some of them are coming regularly. Others from the community are coming at 4 o'clock on Sunday afternoons to worship in an intentionally multi-ethnic witness. And because of Josh's great preaching gifts, we felt like this was the right time to launch a new expression of God's love from our campus. If you haven't come yet, you should. Four o'clock today. It is a big financial commitment. But when the Christian community comes together, lays money at the apostles' feet, for giving the testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, great grace, great grace is upon them. Speaking of Josh's relationship with college students around Atlanta, we also support the Baptist Collegiate Ministries at Georgia Tech and Georgia State. We give financially to undergird the work on those college campuses, But we also give in other ways. Some of you have volunteered, taken meals over for their meeting. Josh is such a popular speaker on the college circuit that part of our involvement includes him preaching there. Your generosity is ensuring a witness protection. What you pledge and give and endow also protects the Christian witness on college campuses in Atlanta. There's more. You know, of course, you've seen the cameras. 
that our 11 o'clock service is televised on the Atlanta Interfaith broadcast. Today's service will be televised tomorrow night, Monday night at 8 o'clock, and then next Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. And because 11 o'clock Sunday morning is when most people are conditioned for church, and I think we are the only uh, church broadcast in Atlanta at 11 o'clock, there are people from all parts of Atlanta and from all denominations tuning in Worshipping remotely because of your generosity. And just this year, we've begun live streaming our service so that in real time, anyone in the world can tune in to live worship at Second Ponce by computer, tablet, phone, smart TV, or whatever. I wish I had kept a log of the number of people who have stopped me at a nursing home or come over to my lunch table or written me a note to tell me how meaningful it is for them to be able to be a remote participant of our worship. People across the city, across denominations at 11 o'clock on Sunday. So many of them are physically unable to go to their church anymore. And they write and tell me that this is such a great gift to them to be able to worship even from afar with a Christian community on Sunday. I got a note this, uh, this week from Rome, Georgia, thanking us for worship. I didn't know we were in Rome, Georgia. If you are here Sundays at 11 o'clock... You might have been listening to WSB Radio while you were getting ready for church. The day one sermon broadcast is Sunday mornings on WSB Radio in Atlanta. And more than 200 other radio stations across the country. Day one broadcast from our building. And here's how this works. Because of your generosity... We are able to offer for them and their witness a below-market lease on property in our building. And in turn, their reduced lease payments go to support our ministries. We're supporting their ministry. They're supporting ours. What a great arrangement. Another Atlanta witness. Did you know that we host a small a school here for students who have special needs, a private school for students with physical disabilities. There is so much love and energy in the hallways here during the week. If you don't ever come during the week, you ought to. And did you know that we have partnered with six other congregations to to sponsor in town Atlanta's only respite care program for people suffering with Alzheimer's. There's seven congregations along this Peachtree Corridor from Peachtree Presbyterian Church uh, on the north end of that to the temple on the south end. Seven congregations have come together to launch this need in Atlanta. And it's hosted in our building. 
We charge no rent. Because when there was a needy person among them, for as many as owned lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold. That is, you have combined your generosity in a way that we can be a witness in this city to the love of God in Christ. Is pride a sin? I am so, so proud to be pastor of this church that is this committed to being a witness to God's love across this great city. The book of Acts tells the story of the growth of the early church and the spread of the gospel in the first movement of Christian evangelism. What Acts calls the testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And it was made possible because the early Christian community was so impressed by the importance of spreading this life-giving message that they were willing to close their bank accounts, sell their property, liquidate their stock portfolios, to put everything in a pile to fund the spread of the gospel in their time. Well, my appeal to you is a little more modest. For those of you who have never pledged... And have only given to church what might have been in your wallet on a given Sunday. Would you go home this week and have a conversation about how you might take stake in what we are doing as a witness in the coming year? How will you participate with the others in this room who are of one heart and soul in spreading the love of God in Christ? And to those of you who do give regularly and generously already, first, thank you. The witness of this church and the witness of God's love goes forward because of you. But many of you can do more. Without emptying the accounts, there are many of you who might consider a deeper investment contributing to a larger impact for the cause of Christ. And I ask if you would have that conversation at home this week. And in our story from Acts, when, when the early church brought their money and laid it at the feet of the apostles to ensure that there was no needy person among them, And to ensure that the testimony of Jesus would spread. It says that there was great grace that was upon them. I think that will be true here. As we consider what we're going to do to combine our blessings of finance to the purposes of the kingdom. I think great grace will attend our efforts to protect the witness of God's love in Atlanta and beyond. Let's stand and sing our witness to that love together.
Thanks for joining us. If you live in the Atlanta area or visiting Atlanta, come and worship with us in person on Sundays at Second Ponce de Leon Baptist Church.